Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is D. Orlando Ledbetter of the Atlanta Journal-Constitution here with your 297th episode of the Bowtie Chronicles podcast. Everything you need to know about the Atlanta Falcons. We're going to title this episode, Falcons Take a Beat Down in Dallas. 43-3 was the score, and it was not close. From the first quarter, when they did not convert on a fourth down, Everything just went downhill from there. We're going to do a, um, we're doing another airport edition here. We had O'Hare, the 5 o'clock out of Dallas was delayed. They couldn't get the canisters on board for the the food and the water. So we sat there for 45 minutes, which uh, I only had an hour to get to my Atlanta flight. And um, so when I got here, it was it was backing up out of H12. I was at K6, got over there. But anyway, we're here at O'Hare, so you're here. Airport noises, little announcement going on right now. Folk just rolled by on their with their suitcase. But we're gonna get this podcast up for you guys. We're gonna look at the third down situation. Matt Ryan's worst passer rating game ever. Game notes, player notes, and the Pats and the Browns uh, game. We're going to look at that real quick. The Pat- Patriots won 45-7. to seven. I just, well, I just, We're going to get into them later this week. I just want to make sure that I had their record for you guys. The rookie's playing pretty good. Ramondre Stevenson had a big game. And... Um, 45 to 7 on the Browns. Quality win, 5 and 14. Yeah, they're 6 and 4 now. So, another quality opponent for the Falcons coming up. I'm also going to let, uh, going to try to play the Arthur Smith. A couple minutes from him, a couple minutes from Matt Ryan, and a couple minutes from Deron Harmon. Uh, then one quote from Foyer. Foyer said, We have to win. On third down and get off the field. That was pretty obvious. But he was he, he discussed about being in the hunt. They're four and four. Second time this they were four and four, four and five now. Second time this season they got to five hundred and couldn't get over five hundred. And that's a barrier. They need to, to do that, you know, if they're going to, you know, do some of the things they want to do. Uh, but yeah, let's go on and um, we'll get into that deeper but it was we got to review this when this was bad um the third down situation was uh uh really really bad and uh let me pull out that our game book here because i circled some of the numbers just so we can go over those before we um you know that's item number one for me was what happened on third and fourth downs the falcons were one of 11 9.1%, 0 for 2 on fourth down. So altogether, they were 1 of 13 on the third or fourth downs. 
Dallas was 6 of 14 on third down, 42.9, and 3 for 3 on fourth downs, 100%. So, I mean, that's how you get blown out. Uh, don't convert on third downs, three and outs, giving the ball back. The receivers not getting open. D-backs uh, played a great game for Dallas, had 10 passes uh, defense. So um, shut down the offense pretty much. We know they don't have a running game. So one-dimensional teams, you can, you can shut them down with a good defense. And Dallas wasn't, you know, looked at as, you know, a, a good defense, but they did shut down the Falcons' passing attack. So let's go ahead and go to uh, Arthur Smith, the Falcons coach. Arthur Smith said, blame it on the whole team. He's got to deliver the ball. Players got to get open against man. Uh, got to protect. Hey. So he um, took the uh, aerial view. Uh, instead of going, hey, Russell Gage has got to get open. Russell Gage has got to hold on to the ball. Uh, Kyle Pitts has got to get open. Uh, when they take, us away, take him away, somebody else has got to step up. They don't have nothing for the running game. They did get some garbage yards late. By Wayne Gallman, and and you know they went over 100 yards rushing. So I don't know, maybe uh, you know maybe that was something. I don't know. Put your head on, but uh, yeah, Ryan's uh, stat line was uh, you know one of the worst of his career. And uh, we're gonna go over here to that page. Uh, <clears throat> that's my second page here. Nine of 21 for 117. Sacked twice, long gain of 20, two interceptions, a 
uh, passer rating. Now his lowest, and I was there for this game, was 29-6 against Tampa Bay in the second game of the year before he knew how to read defenses yet. Uh, Rondé Barber and Monty Kiffin, the defensive coordinator, uh, showed the rookie a few tricks there. But this is, uh, you know, his 14th season, and he's got to carry this team. And he just last week did that against the Saints, was the NFC Player of the Week. So um, I, I asked Ryan about it, and he said, hey, you know, maybe I hope it'll be another 13 years before I have a game like that. So, you know, that's where he's at. That story's up online on AJC.com. We're going to go to Matt Ryan for you here from the O'Hare International Airport in suburban Chicago. <laughs> another 13 years before he has a, a big game like that. I don't know if it was on him. I think um, Dan Quinn had his guys together 
Um, they clearly uh, knew the route combinations. They were at the ball. Like I said, they ended up they ended up with three picks all together and ten uh, pass breakups. Uh, let me just go over those real quick. Yeah, because uh, uh, Lewis had three. Uh, Brown had three. Yeah, that's that's uh, that's getting it done right there. Then uh, Brown Lewis also had a pick, and so did Brown. Yeah, that was the Baba one. And then Tavon Diggs, of course, had his uh, eighth pick of the year. So they were all over the Falcons' passing game. Let's look at the game notes, uh, player notes, and then just a little bit on the Patriots. We'll slip uh, Deron Harmon in at the end. Um, and we'll wrap up the 297th episode of the Bowtie Chronicles podcast. So, you know, it's 43-3. to three. Uh, The Falcons offense rushed for 103 yards, 24 attempts, 4.3. Good-looking numbers. It'll help the run game uh, look better. But, you know, it wasn't that crunch time when the game was mattered. Uh, and A.J. Terrell was the sixth team captain for this one. Yeah, and Matt, we went over his numbers, 9 of 21, 117, 2. Uh, Wayne Gallman got some, some showtime there at the end, 30, 76 yards, a 55 rushing, 21 receiving. He had a 21-yard catch that tied the longest reception of his career. Uh, Kyle Pitts recorded four receptions for 60 yards. Um, Lamade Zacchaeus had two catches for 22 and uh, one special teams tackle, uh, Frank Darby, rookie Frank Darby, caught his first pass, first career pass for 14 yards. And Foye Ulukan led the team with 14 tackles. They did stop the run, the Falcons defense, they keyed on the run and, um, you know, did a good job there. But, you know, just had too many people running around free in the secondary. Uh, rookie nickelback Avery Williams had a tough day. Fabian Monroe had a tough day. Um, you know, so not uh, not trying to single them out, but they just did. In the zone, uh, they sent the tackle out to get Monroe on that big screen. Then they threw another the double screen off of that same pass later. They faked it to the left, the wide receiver screen, and dumped it to Zeke Elliott on the backside. Uh, got a little bit. They, they played that one a lot better than they did the first screen. So... But Grady Jarrett had five tackles, uh, one quarterback hit and one tackle for loss. Richie Grant had three tackles and a first career forced fumble. Fabian Monroe had six tackles. Eric Harris had seven. Young Wei Koo scored the only points at a game there when they stalled in the red zone with that 35-yard field goal. And the big block punt, um, Dustin Colquitt, had five punts for 231 yards, 46.2 average. Uh, dropped one inside the 20. And a season long of 66 yards. And he also had a punt block. They did. They left that off the game notes. <laughs> the punt got blocked. It was uh, already out of hand. It was 30. Uh, my buddy Clarence Hill from the Fort Worth Star Telegram. We were, you know, post game chatting there and. Uh, at uh, his local neighborhood pizza spot. He was like, nah, the black punt was just icing. It was already done. They were up 28 to 3 there. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. The black punt went that big. But they did do a couple gangster moves on the Falcons. One to toss 
took the ball. <laughs> they like, hey, we, we got an offense. We getting ready to run it down y'all's throat. And then the other boss move was, hey, they blocked the kick. Falcons get caught with 12 men on the field. They're like, hey, we're going to take it at the one and run it in and uh, make this 36-3. So that's what happened. Uh, Dak had a touchdown in the uh, uh, third quarter there to kind of put this thing way, way out of reach. And uh, uh, the Falcons uh, could never get anything going there. Matter of fact, nobody was watching that game as all the subs started to come in. And um, we saw some Felipe Franks and Josh Rosen uh, to close out the game here. So... Player stats, no game stats, those are dumb. Uh, Fourier was making a point that, hey, you know, we're in the hunt. We got to keep winning so we can stay in the hunt. The Falcons entered this uh, game as a seventh seed headed into the playoffs. Now they, you know, you know, we asked them, hey, was, does this show the gap between the top teams in the NFC and, and, and y'all? Uh, Grady got uh, offended by that. Uh, but, you know, it was a measuring stick game, and they they got another one coming up on Thursday. You know, uh, the NFL set up for everybody to be 500. There are some teams that are better than others. Um, you got Dallas on their schedule. They got Buffalo later this season, and then they got um, Tampa Bay later this season. But now New England's showing that, hey, they might have the rookie quarterback playing some ball, and they're 6-4. and four. <clears throat> So, we're going to see here. That's why we, you know, this is officially past the halfway mark. They, uh, let me get a little coffee here. Uh, yeah, the Starbucks did have a line here at the airport today. That was the first time in a long time I've seen that. But okay, yeah, let me, let's get on over here. So, you know, Foy is, you know, they're not giving up hunt. They're selling them. That, hey, um, they keep getting better. Uh, you know, they could play with these teams and, you know, try to get back to respectability, get over 500. Uh, you know, I got the next four games on the schedule. You got um, Carolina's the, the fourth on the 12th of December. And you got um, New England here, then the Jacksonville, and, and so forth. So um, we're going to know here pretty soon. If this was a deal where it blew the the, the um, tires off the car here, or if it was just a setback for the Falcons, if it was just a, just a setback that they learned from, and we'll start getting some answers to that on Thursday night. So we got one more audio clip we want to play. We want to get to uh, Mr. Harmon here for you, and then we'll we'll wrap it up. Get ready to get on the plane. Coach said it this week, if, you know, 
if we don't make it tough on them, it's going to be a tough one for us. And um, got to give credit to Dallas. They came out here with great energy, um, played well, and executed on all cylinders. And it looked like y'all were mixing it up, trying to different things and so forth. But, uh, uh, you know, the man and zones and so forth, blitz, you saw a little bit of everything. Uh, how tough is that when you're trying different stuff and it's you can't find anything to, to kind of put the fire out? Well, I think um, when we look at the tape, man, you know, you never want to judge the game when you don't see the tape. But I just mm-hmm. think you can be just a little more detailed in, in areas. Um, just... Um, All right, safety Deron Harmon. Okay, so the schedule got uh, Patriots at Falcons um, this Thursday at the Mercedes Benz. Then uh, Thanksgiving a weekend down in uh, Jacksonville. Then Tampa Bay comes to town on Sunday, December the fifth, and then uh, at Carolina. <clears throat> so okay, um, you know. They can find a way to get the Patriots, then they can get back to 500. Then Jacksonville, maybe you get over 500, so that's six and five. Then you got Tampa Bay coming in here, and um, you know they just lost to Washington football. So, um, and then you know you got Carolina with Cam back, and Carolina, you know, barely got out of here with a win uh, a couple weeks ago. So you know you want to compete in these games. You don't want to get the doors blown off. Um, the Patriots just blew out the Browns. Tampa Bay certainly has the capability to blow out uh, a team. They should be able to play Jacksonville. They might be favored in that game. Uh, won't be favored at Carolina. So this is the key point in the season here. It's either going to turn up or it's going to be um, some backsliding, and then we'll start looking at the draft positions and all that stuff. We know how to do that, unfortunately, because uh, – uh, the last three years have been losing seasons. So the Falcons, four and five, set to play the New England Patriots, six and four, on Thursday at 8.20 p.m. at the Mercedes-Benz Stadium. We'll be there for you in that one. So we're going to wrap on up, get out of here, get up to Flowery Branch, talk to Matt Ryan today and a couple other players Probably miss coach, but uh, uh, we'll they'll have a cherry skip of it, and we'll see if we need to share any of that with you all today. So with that, we're going to get out of here for the 297th episode of the Bowtie Chronicles podcast. We'll be back Wednesday morning with the preview of the New England Patriots and Mac Jones, the rookie quarterback, who's developing nicely in New England. So with that, take care and have a great rest of your week.
In Atlanta, one voice has stood out for over four decades. An AJC original, The Monica Pearson Show. Let's talk about how you got to ESPN. Revealing interviews. You are known as America's doctor, but I want to know who you were before that. When you have a different name, you have different color skin, it can be tough. With Atlanta's most famous faces, as you've never seen them before. I'm telling my story. This is the American dream. The Monica Pearson Show, streaming now on AJC.com. The AJC's trusted veteran political voices, Greg Bluestein, Patricia Murphy, Tia Mitchell, and Bill Nygut are the essential source for Georgia politics. The Atlanta Journal-Constitution's Politically Georgia. Sign up for the newsletter, download the podcast, subscribe to the AJC.